Are you at or near retirement? Do you have an IRA or 401k that you're counting on to get you through your retirement years? If so, then listen up. The recently enacted Secure Act 2.0 has roughly 100 provisions that affect retirement planning in one way or another. The new rules affect stretch IRAs, required minimum distributions, Roth portability, catch-up provisions, and more. The good news is there are benefits for those who know where the opportunities are, and we want to share them with you. Certified Financial Group, the only firm in Central Florida to make the CNBC Top 100 list, will be hosting a free workshop at our state-of-the-art learning center, a Saturday morning, December 2nd from 10 to 1130. Dave Bella Christian and Certified Financial Planner Matt Murphy will show you what you need to know and the impact the new law can have on your taxes, savings, investments, and retirement plans. But you need to know the new rules to act on them. Reservations at financialgroup.com. That's financialgroup.com. Or hit pound 250 on your cell phone, keyword retirement. We're Certified Financial Group and we're planning tomorrow, today. Financial planning and investment management offered through Certified Advisory Corp, a registered investment advisor for a fee. WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's News and Talk. This is the 8 a.m. Expanded News Feed. 15 minutes of nonstop, in-depth coverage on today's top stories. The exclusive weather forecast and an expanded I-4 traffic update. Orlando's only commercial-free 8 a.m. Expanded News Feed. Starts with the three big things you need to know right now. Yeah, anytime I-4 shut down, it's a big story. I-4 westbound now totally shut down there at Dirksen in Volusia County. It's due to a deadly crash. It happened at 6 a.m. There is a huge backup up there in Volusia County right now. We'll have more from Ed coming up here in a minute. Orange County leaders are calling for an audit of the now-dissolved One Pulse Foundation. The county wants to know where the $10 million given to the foundation went. One. Our top story on WDBO. Better grab at least a jacket this morning. And Scott, definitely bundle up the kids heading out to school. It's our coldest start in over eight months. Our coldest start of the season. Those numbers, 30s, 40s around. Little bit of patchy frost. Have the jacket this morning. And you'll want uh, an extra layer as we go throughout the day. Jacket or sweatshirt. It'll feel a touch better than yesterday because we get a little more sunshine. But just 66 today, 10 degrees below average. From Channel 9 Eyewitness News, I'm meteorologist Brian Shields. WDBO Sophie Diaz is talking to folks heading out for their first coffee. It's now 47 degrees here in College Park, and today is definitely sweater weather. Most people are bundled up as they're grabbing their morning joe from Starbucks. I'm seeing a lot of layers and heavy jackets, but I've spotted a few braving the cold in just t-shirts. A few Starbucks customers have shared what they're ordering to stay warm. I spoke with Mary, who said she'll be keeping her iced coffee today, and with Matt, who said he was looking forward to his hot tea. Reporting live from College Park, I'm Sophie Diaz for WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Coming up, more questions this morning about the Pulse Foundation. The story next on Orlando's Morning News. And a fatal crash has I-4 westbound shut down at Dirks and all traffic forced to exit there. Delays go all the way back to 472. From the WDBO Triple Team Traffic Center, I'm Ed Torrance. You are listening to the 8 a.m. Expanded News Feed. It's 8.03 now. I'm Scott Inez, Orlando's Morning News on WDBO 107.3 FM at AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. I'm Marcia Taylor. I'm Casey Wright. Orange County leaders call for an audit of the now-dissolved One Pulse Foundation. Commissioners met on Tuesday with the One Pulse Foundation leaders about the Tourist Development Tax Funding Agreement given to them to build a memorial. The foundation recently announced they have canceled any plans of building a museum or memorial and that their foundation itself would be dissolved. The county is now calling for an audit on the $10 million given to them to answer any questions about where the money was being spent and if there's any left. 
Nicole Diaz, WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Investigators search for a woman who disappeared nearly a month ago. Nicole Baldwin was reported missing on November 5th. She was last seen at her home on Strathmore Circle in Mount Dora. Family says she didn't have her purse or phone when she left. The family has organized another search party scheduled for this weekend. I'm Alexa Lorenzo for WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. The controversy over a trans student athlete sparks a protest at a Broward County High School this week. Reporter Rihanna and Ali. Students at Monarch High walking out after the district announced it was reassigning several school staff members as it investigates a transgender player on the girls' volleyball team. Among the staffers reassigned, the principal and athletic director. The district saying it's looking into allegations of improper student participation in sports. At issue, a state law signed by Governor DeSantis that bans students born as male from participating in sports designated for women. A Florida LGBTQ advocacy group says the student may have been The group saying such actions can inflict irreversible psychological harm. Breaking overnight, a U.S. military aircraft crashes into the Sea of Japan. Six people said to be on board the Osprey aircraft. Local media reporting one dead. Fishermen found some of the crewmen. Their conditions are not known. There are reports of one of the engines looked like it was on fire as the aircraft went down. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is heading to Texas today to meet with the Border Patrol Chief in the Del Rio sector. That's the last stop for a cargo train packed with migrants trying to get into the U.S. The train is coming up from Mexico's southern border and will cross into Eagle Pass, Texas. Independent journalist Auden Cabello says the migrants are coming because President Biden opened the door. They talk about uh, President Biden's invitation and that, and that they're going to be helped. Uh, that's the, one of the main answers that they give. And I asked them, why now? Why didn't you come before? Have you heard of President Trump? It's like, oh yeah, we, we've heard of him. And um, he, he was very strict and we weren't going to risk coming under him to get deported. The northern border also getting slammed with migrants. The Border Patrol says they've intercepted 20 Romanian nationals over the Thanksgiving weekend. A sixth hostage for prisoner swap is expected later today. We'll discuss with Israel how it can achieve its objective of ensuring that the terrorist attacks of October 7th never happen again while sustaining an increasing humanitarian assistance and minimizing further suffering and casualties among Palestinian civilians. Hamas freed 81 of the hundreds of hostages taken during the October 7th attack in exchange for 180 Palestinians. Now the White House says it believes eight or nine Americans are still being held. The truth, the truce rather, is set to expire at the end of the day. The CIA reportedly sending an internal memo warning agents against making political posts having to do with the Israel-Hamas war. This comes after a top-ranking official posted several pro-Palestinian images to Facebook. An official tells NBC News that the memo was simply a reminder of existing policy. The WBO Business News brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. It is a first in the effort to make flights more environmentally friendly. It could be the future of eco-friendly travel. A Virgin Atlantic 787 took off from London to New York, powered by 100% sustainable fuel. It's all made from processed cooking oil, animal fat, and corn-based kerosene. Virgin Atlantic owner, billionaire Richard Branson, celebrating the green long-haul flight Tuesday. Well, today, Flight 100 is flying from uh, London to New York on sustainable fuel. And that's a first and very exciting 
The fuel cuts emissions but is still pricey, costing nine times more than traditional jet fuel. Lionel Moyes, ABC News, New York. It's 8.07 on a brisk Wednesday morning. Let's go ahead and get your extended forecast. It's brought to you by ProTech Air Conditioning and Plumbing Services. Channel 9 Eyewitness News Meteorologist Brian Shields. After the cold starts, still staying cool today, but a lot of sunshine around that'll make it feel a little better. 66. Then tonight, we're down in the 40s. Another cold night. Mid to upper 40s by tomorrow morning, but tomorrow we turn the corner. 76 partly cloudy skies. A few more clouds on Friday as our next run approaches, but even milder. Low 80s on Friday. And this weekend, warmer ahead of our next run will be in the low to mid 80s. Our rain chance 20% on Saturday and about a 40% chance of some afternoon showers and storms on Sunday as our next front moves in. From Channel 9 Eyewitness News, I'm meteorologist Brian Shields. And currently, I'm looking at 47 degrees right now at Orlando Severe. Weather Station, WDBO Red Alert, Triple Team Traffic, I-4 westbound, totally shut down at Dirksen up there in Volusia County. We go live to Air 1. What are you seeing up there, Eric Brown? A lot of cars sitting still there, Scott. I-4 westbound, it's an awful situation as you're backed up. 472 to Dirksen, traffic forced off there with the fatal crash investigation going on. 1792, clogged. 415, not quite as clogged. You might want to consider letting the boss know you're going to be late this morning. I-4 eastbound, 27 to the 429. Osceola Parkway to 535. OBT to Colonial, lead to Maitland. 408 to Torrance. 408 eastbound, you got slowdowns between Kirkman and the Pine Hills Toll Plaza. Westbound delays between Goldenrod Road and I-4. Disabled vehicle on the 417 southbound after John Young Parkway has been cleared. So all lanes are open, but you're still going to find delays from OBT to after John Young Parkway. And you got delays on the 429 northbound, 535 to the turnpike. ProTech Air Conditioning and Plumbing Service for honesty, integrity, and 100% customer satisfaction. Call ProTech at 407-291-1644 or visit ProTechAC.com. I'm Ed Torrance with Reliable Traffic Reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO. Hey, good morning to you. It's 809. I'm Scott Inez. Orlando's morning news here on WDBO. Mama said there would be mornings like this, especially for you folks stuck in that mess up there on I-4 westbound, shut down at Dirksen due to that deadly crash that happened about six this morning. There's a huge backup up there. Um, folks, stay as patient as you possibly can and tune us in here at WDBO. And we appreciate you being here this morning. Well, I remember back not so long ago talking about alarming life expectancy numbers here in America, especially during and post-COVID. Well, we do have some good news on the life expectancy front for Americans this morning. Let's go in depth because we want you to understand the stories we talk about every day on WDBO. Live to ABC News correspondent Jim Ryan. Jim, you and I have talked about some alarming life expectancy numbers over the last few years, but those numbers apparently are starting to turn around here. Well, at least a little bit, yeah. For about the 10 years even leading up to COVID, we were seeing a decline, Scott, in life expectancy in this country, even as other countries, especially Western countries, saw their life expectancy going up. Ours was going down. Nobody was really quite sure then why this was happening. Environmental factors, health issues altogether. Yeah, overall weight issues, it's it's gone up in this country. Well, it's uh, remained constant or actually gone down in some other parts of the world. But now, yes, life expectancy in the United States has begun to rebound after the drops that came, the historic drops during COVID-19. So 
last year, 2022, there was a 1.1 year increase overall in life expectancy in this country. The overall expectancy in this country for men, women, whites, blacks, it's bad everybody, was 77.5 years, according to the latest from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. These numbers came out at 12.01 this morning. But uh, still, we saw a 2.4% decline in our life expectancy during the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. this 1.1% increase that we saw last year still doesn't make up for the loss of life, essentially, that we're facing. Yeah, as you said, child born in the U.S. today can expect to live 77.5 years. That's more than 13 months longer than the life expectancy uh, of the average baby born in 2021. So really... The line of demarcation here seems to be the pandemic, even though life expectancy was going down even before the pandemic, correct? Yeah, and now it's begun to creep back up. At some point, I think demographers and economists and just about everybody is hoping that at some point down the road, these numbers will start to climb beyond where they were in 2010, 2011, because that's when we started to see this flat line of life expectancy in this country. Uh, women are having fewer babies as well. So, you know, you've got this net decrease in, in the population at some point in the future. Mm, all right, Jim. Good stuff. Thank you, my man. We'll talk See to you soon, soon, okay? That all is right. ABC News correspondent Jim Ryan, live from Dallas, Texas. Again, I-4 westbound shutdown there at Dirksen in Volusia County. We'll have Ed and Eric coming up here in seconds. It is now 813 at WDBO. We do have your weather and your traffic every six minutes. After a cold start, still a cool day. Highs around 66. At least we'll see more sunshine today, but temperatures about 10 degrees below average. Then for tonight, partly cloudy skies. Temperatures down in the 40s again, so it will be cold for tomorrow morning. Then tomorrow itself turning the corner. Partly cloudy skies on our Thursday. Highs around 76. From Channel 9 Witness News, I'm meteorologist Brian Shields. Currently, we're up to 47 degrees at Orlando's severe weather station. WDBO Red Alert, triple team traffic. We go live to air. Air one up in Volusia County. What's going on, Eric Brown? Yeah, westbound 9-4 shut down at Dirksen. Fatal crash investigation. All traffic forced off at Dirksen. You're practically at a standstill. Back to 472. 1792. 415's an alternate. You can also tell the boss you're going to be late. I-4 eastbound is slow 27 to the 429. Osceola Parkway to 535. OBT to Colonial and Lee to Maitland. At Torrance, 408. 408 eastbound, you got delays approaching the Pine Hills Toll Plaza and westbound between Goldenrod Road and I-4. Also seeing slow traffic on 429 northbound, 535 to the Turnpike. Refresh Computers holiday deals are here. Dell Optiplex Towers or Dell Latitude Laptops starting at just $99.99. RefreshComputers.net, Superstore in Longwood. I'm Ed Torrance with Reliable Traffic Reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO. Now. Now, the three big things you need to know. Three. Disney CEO Bob Iyer downplaying reports that the mouse is planning to sell properties like ABC and ESPN soon. Iger taking part in a town hall meeting yesterday saying that it is possible he seeks a partner for ESPN. Hunter Biden's lawyer says his client is willing to testify publicly before Congress as part of the impeachment inquiry into his dad. The attorney characterizing the inquiry as a Hail Mary pass. One. As they deal with frost advisories and freeze warnings from Marion County Northwood here in the state of Florida. Here in Orlando this morning, we're still dealing with the coldest temps of the season. 48 degrees right now in downtown. I've got 45 right now in Altamont Springs and to the west of us over there in Lake County in Claremont. You guys are seeing 43 degrees right now. 
Thanks for listening to Orlando's Morning News on WDBO. We're not the only ones breaking out our coats this morning. We'll tell you about it. Marsha and Casey back here in a few minutes.